You're listening to the ESP, the European Skeptics Podcast, an independent weekly show set out to bring you news, interesting topics, and whatever. With people mostly from Europe, Europe, Europe. Okay, I'm mostly from Europe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Building, building bridges and breaking down language barriers to show the world. Weekly show set out to bring you news, building bridges and breaking down language barriers to show the world how active and awesome the skeptical movement is in the region. This is episode 267.5. I'm your host, Andras Pinter, and joining me for the show are my co-hosts, Annika Harrison and Pontus Spöckmann. Sziasztok! Hello! Hey san, hey san! How are you guys? Oh, very good. Oh, not bad. Not bad, I'm pregnant. Good news, Andras. <laughs> you look it, you look it. So good, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, today we only have time for a very short uh, episode, just just a couple of updates, because we, we couldn't wait until uh, the, the next episode comes out. It's something that I'd like to start with that that it's very, very close to my heart because I am called by my friends back home. Uh, I am being called the Finch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know the Finchy? That's 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 my my nickname among my friends. Um, and um, now there there have been new journals of t- Charles Darwin's revealed. This is when they were looking for the ones that were missing, right? And they find these new new ones instead. Well, I couldn't find any connection, but it's really, really interesting that uh, it's 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 like one of his most personal feelings that that are revealed in these journals, and um, unfortunately, the conclusion, Darwin's own conclusion, is that his life has been a total failure. But apparently, he had been preparing for that all his life even at the age of 20 or 20 something uh when he went on the the hms beagle to to travel on our, around the world for two years uh apparently his reason to do so was his great ambition to become a fantasy novel writer isn't that shocking he was planning to to write um a fantasy tale mm-hmm. uh with the title the finches of avaria and uh I don't know. He he had some kind of an insight into his future, uh, as well with with that title. Um, it's it, it sounds really 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 dark, but obviously his his main character would have been um, Philip Greenfinch, and some of the authors that of, of uh, a paper that publishes the contents of this new journal they claim that uh, darwin became increasingly enthusiastic about creating a mythos uh, wherein every island of birds whether from the ice realm or the dominion of dark flight which were the two dominions are fighting each other all the time uh, trace their origin back to an ancient mythical deity known only as mother finch so this is how he became at last we know how he became obsessed with those finches and how he came up with a tale that is the the story of evolution it's just a fairy tale it's 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 nothing more than um a, a fairy tale now it it sheds some new light onto his life's work and i i don't think it's a failure i mean now that we know how he meant the origin of species as a fictional tale, I think it's much more digestible as it is now. So well done. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. Like I didn't know, I didn't know that, and it's it's um, surprising and interesting. Yes. 
It is indeed. It is indeed. Definitely. And I also got news on that um, because there was an ecological survey of the impact of COVID in Austria that was done by a Professor Severin Schnappe of Innsbruck University. And um, he studies the wildlife of Central Europe. And together with the Department of Ecology, the, he wanted to study um, specifically um, the animal populations in um, Austria and Central Europe. And yeah, he deducted a huge field study um, with birds, insects, um, rodents, mammals, and actually found something very interesting. Um, he found out that a lot of animal populations bounced back after um, not that many tourists came into the into the regions. Uh -huh. But um, he also found out that an animal for formerly believed to only live in Australia can also be found in Austria. And that is that he found a feral group of very healthy and uh, thriving drop bears. And that is um, very, very interesting because he's tracing the origins of how the animals got there. But... Um, because the Tylactos plumetus, also known as the drop bear, is a marsupial and it's very vicious and, and preys on unsuspecting people from the trees. So he will drop down and will attack you. Do they have very, very uh, massive claws as well? Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Like They are very vicious. And so if you're planning to go to a national park in Europe, local authorities caution you to... Take a glass of Marmite or Vegemite. Um, that would be prudent to protect yourself with, with the smell from the, from the drop bear. Um, because several ranges apparently already got lost. Um, we'll put a sh link to that in the show notes. No, I, 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 would, I would choose to, to be killed by a, by a drop bear. I'm, I'm not going to eat Marmite or Vegemite. Or, or not, even, <laughs> not even keep it in my bag. I'm, I'm not willing to. It's not that bad. It's actually tasty. <laughs> okay, I have I have one news item as well. Pretty big news actually from Sweden, and that is that we in the Skeptic Society in Sweden have concluded that our work now is complete and done. Uh, I know you all agree that uh, there finally are no more pseudoscientific alternative treatments left. No misconceptions, fake news, uh, all of that. In the, in the uh, past, for example, it was common, as you know, for people to believe that mass vaccinations was a way for big pharma to control the world population. People even told, talked about 5G causing diseases that could only be cured by vitamin D or colloidal silvers and anthroposophy and, and things like that. Uh, this is no longer the case, as we all know, and um, this is now also confirmed by a survey conducted by the opinion company Medium. Uh, so the board of VOF today announced the only logical conclusion, we are dissolving the organization. Because the goal for the organization has always been to make itself redundant, unnecessary, and the ultimate vision was always uh, a world where everybody thinks logically and rationally, uh, where it's obvious and natural to question dubious statements of any kind, in a healthy way, of course, and also where nobody would even think of sharing a post without having read it first. And, and we are now there. Everyone is skilled in critical thinking. 
so-called alternative medicine is rejected by everyone and um, unreasonable conspiracy theories are a thing of the past. So that's why our newly appointed and indeed final chairman ever, Mr. No Doubt, has this to say, and I quote, We have simply succeeded. We have finally achieved everything we set out to achieve, a completely rational and sensible world, end quote. Yeah. So very good news, isn't it? And uh, I I have a, a, a similar uh, thing to add. Uh, for for a long time, mm. we've been feeling that with the Hungarian Skeptic Society, that uh, we are basically not much more than an, a discussion group, and we don't have anything else to do but just come to come together and discuss a couple of ideas and 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 science and and whatever because no one cares about um, pseudoscientific claims anymore. Which is a good thing, but um, yesterday right. we did have an EXO meeting as well. And apparently we all agreed. Came to the same conclusion. Yeah, exactly. EXO is no longer useful for any of us. So we're just dissolving the, the organization, the umbrella organization that was that was helping to bring together uh, skeptical organizations from all across Europe. Uh, no need for it anymore. So... Um, no. But job well done, right? It is indeed, it is indeed. And I'll have a lot of time to do stuff, man. I've already forgotten how, how to do stuff out yeah. of uh, skeptical activism. So, And with that, I have to make another announcement. More than five years ago, when the world was still full of bullshit and pseudoscientific claims... Uh, we felt the urge to do something about it and help the organizations across Europe to come together and share the knowledge, share the information among ourselves uh, so that we can fight pseudoscience. But now that the fight is over, the war has been won by science, we are hereby announcing the finishing of the show that has been the ESB, the European Skeptics Podcast. I'd like to thank both of you Annika and Pontus for joining me not only today but always thanks to to Yelena as well who had left us a little while back but uh, but she had been with us for years and uh, I'd like to thank all our listeners for having tuned in so many times and please keep being happy enjoy your life full of science and no malarkey <laughs> just just enjoy it very well well said until we come up with a next idea goodbye cheers hey do Isla. This has been your ESP experience. I don't know how you can believe.